Journal of an Invisible Child, Heartsear Childer, Maestlin's Free Literature. Heathcliff, Orphant, Oliver Twist, Orphant, Pip, Orphant, Tarzan Loved by Apes, Mowgli Loved by Wolves, Hansel and Gretel, Dumped in Wids, Ebenezer Scrooge, Ma, Deed in Childbirth, Jane Eyre, Orphant, Harry Potter, Orphant, Miles and Flora, Orphants, Oedipus, abandoned like Romulus and Remus. Pippi Longstocking, live a lonesome. The invisible girl, I, she, me, not invisible. No, Queenie Athena, remarkable enough to remark, captivating enough to exist in books. I did kiss the handsomest of women and men. Oft I did partook of stimulating substances that didn't thwart forsooth my celebrated genius as Victorian sleuth. Ants a macket a monster. Ants pursued a monster whale. In the country of Russia, I lost my nose. How inconvenient. Also in Russia, me a gem or a dame that did toss myself under a train. I be all bodies in all places. A ragglish man sick for the love of Cathy. A wee dame shrink to the size of a pepper pot. A girl dancing high on a rope fixed at a burning turret. I, Queenie, has vanquished the wolf, married the beast and cook it the wicked child-eating witch. Unlike the pa, this Invisible girl, rare, keep an appetite for grub. Instead, she dine on vocables, more savoury victuals. The girl reads, she reads, she reads. The books she procure for the delivery lad. Hamish, he wa drop off provisions for gutty dad. In secret, they twa bairns macket a pact. The girl sneak Hamish a clout of snacks and twa three books Hamish sneak back. Hamish, the anerly link with the world we ute vital to boot. See ma, if she kent it, she'd stop it, so it's a secret to ye hear it. Jeez. Hamish, the thief, stare at me. What'd you look at, I demand. At Queenie, say, he tack my hand. Freckly fingers grip my ain. I clench my teeth in wonderful pain. My breast aches, it's bloody great. My belly burls with butterflies. I can't stop my trembling knees. I feel like a shitty stick of wood at the same pishing time. I feel good, yeah, I feel good. We hear a deal, he steals, I steal. He grin at me, I grin back. He wink a wink. I go fucking pink, I think, I think I go fucking pink. Hamish got a missing tooth. A gap in mouth where love squeeze out. Hamish got emerald eyes that glimmer. They make me shiver. They make me shiver. Back in our yarn, it's the morning after the transmogrification of Gargantuan. A thin, the feasting room, fabulous in isolation. The remarkable red chair is sitting, fluffy as a raspberry. The man reborn, wad thought it, deep in by its knitted red belly. Andrula's after the kitchy to mak breakfast yet again for fatty, the umpteenth time in her lifey, no can the man be a cheer. In truth, why would the woman conceive of such absurd concept? 
then she students on the letter. Dutifully do Messrs. Heartful and Loveless inform you, Andrula Sophia Alexander, since upon the untimely death of a sister, one Aphrodite Curie, the last will and testament is retrieved. Glory be! Ergo, thee, as sole beneficiary, kith and kin to the deceased, will receive the sum of whoosh, ching, 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 forthwith. Messrs. Heartful and Loveless hereby decree, and Julia Sophia be a very rich woman. Indeed. A potent dose of lavender upfills the hallway. A wraith flits by the windy. You have freed me, my sweet sister Aphrodite. The front door flees ajar. In whoop a tweetle of skylarks. Oh! Carnival bunting, a whirl of ginger squirrels gathers gaily and squeaks. What in the world is afoot? The mucky chess set bops upon the checkered drain. The black queen huskily croons a moody refrain. Precious lass, we're up tail and we're winna at last. To Aphrodite's hoose make haste. I've waited all my life for this. Pack your stuff, we quit today. Away, away. Queenie et fist of free de mer. Rotfish, some bit gun off. New Queenie's suffer. Hamish funds me squatting, my legs dreepin' shite. I am the bog shite monster. I eaten no good and poisoned bad a sea creature. Oh la di da, posh nosh. I puff out my cheeks to keep in the vomit. My shanks is shite. I dinna ken what today, Hamish. Get your ma? No. Get your ma? No. Get your ma? No. You're stubborn. I'm no stubborn, Hamish. Shite. Humming. You've shite all place. He gets the hose. It's your only prospect to get that shite off your shanks. The water is snow pure, afar, snow on the mountain tops. I'm friggin' freezing. I'm cold, Hamish, I'm really cold. Aye, and you stink. It's the hose for you, my wee hen. He scoosh my arse blue, scoosh my belly blue, ah, Plummet until the Arctic sea, a am blue block of ice, bloody sanitary, ridden o cack. I go to bed. I die. A fever rips through my bones. A dickens death. I don't, Rainy. I sleep. I sleep. The hallways upfilt with swank leather cases. In amongst the valise a pickle of books wrap it in ancient yelly newsprint. The girl stands, shawling, miracle offspring on Drula and the fat man. Eleven year she be, or thirteen yonder boots. Who knows? Queenie Athena. Goodbye, hoose and good riddance, she spittens. 
Why is it that adults make other decisions? What is it about growed persons that makes them better equipped in all manner of stuff than weigh-ins? They are bigger for sure. They own things like computers and motor cars and stuff of the like. They smoke at cigarellos and quaff the gin. They cheat, exploit, dishonour, pollute, steal, slaughter, abuse and torture. Innocence in feuds, wars, oh, daily life and all. They fabricate battle machines that mack kill and fleet, but death more abhorrent for us to meet. They have missions, corporations, positions, reputations. Worse, be politicians. Twits, dissemblers, villains. Are their hearts truer than a child's? Seems to me some of the time adults should ask littlins to advise them. Consider the folly o' mater and pater who have bunged every hot intel a bin liner, rats mulch until destruction their vigour, joy, their union. Now mother through lunacy brung on by cookin' makes a decision that alters their lives out of all dimension. This very day, whether Queenie like it or no, Queenie is to quit the attic, the books, the crannies, the nooks, quit the ghostly rattling winds, drich, sky, dooth, muntins, osprey, snowfox, snowyowl and all. See thon being a books posed amongst them valise, that's Queenie's treasured stuff. Hamish the thief purloin it with tenderness and glee that's just for me, for me. Queenie will na again feel them precious to revie with a boy. Queenie will na see him neither to tell him goodbye. Hamish, and what shall I call ye, sweet, sweet boy, god of my idolatry? As fair art thou, my bonny lad, so deep in love am I, and I will love thee still, my dear, till all the... Oh, Queenie, this is crap. Hamish is no deed anyway. This vera scunnersome day Queenie is to quit her pa and all, a man that exhibits paltry feathery affection that's never given advisement neither on how to tack life by the horns onways. What kind of ensemble is he, lazy, slobbering warthog? The notion of adieu makes Queenie's heart bicker. I'm not required to see him, ah, Queenie mutter, but... Queenie Ken's confronting the man giz to giz as an honourable feat to accomplish, an obligation, a conscience. This vera agon day, I, Queenie, resolve to tell him goodbye. Total conflicted, I, she, be. Remembered Gab atween Andrula and Queenie. Andrula, what a fat pig. Queenie, oink, Andrula. Should be in the woods, snuffling for truffles, eating acorns, wallowing in mud. He's a wallower, a swallower, a guzzler, gobbler, a creasy patty, a fatty tatty, a marshmallow, a bastard, Queenie. I'm a... Your da hate for specimen of humanity, Queenie. I'm a... Your da rotten, good-for-nothing, greedy glutton. A glake, a fat fool, a coof, an oaf, a freakin' gump, my good man, ha! A freak, a prat, a twat, a cunt, Queenie. I'm a... Queenie, wait at the feastin' room door, ignorant her pa be a chair. The man, meanwhiles, is exceeding shook, up entwined with scarlet silk. I... 
here stand Queenie, primed to forwheel the man. The door be grubby, a bitty ajar. Yont a windy, oot by, I spy a mummy giddy, skip hoppin' we glee, priming gear until the shabby truck for the backyard shack. Ma sport, a cowboy hat. Ugh. Queenie through the door, like that, the door slams shut. Oh, lummy. I, Queenie, thin the feastin' room, behind, behind, glorious red chair. Pa, petrifying, worse ever entity Queenie encounterin'. Why so silent? Didn't he hear me come in? He be sleepin'. Stir, slumberin' Typhon! No, no, I thinks. Out, out, damn chair. No object is so beautiful that under certain conditions it will not look ugly. Why? Has Pagin his hail life to a chair? For which reason did he choose in the chair more than us, his kin? For what reason does he sit and ever sit? For what reason does he live? Does he no want to die and say, I be done with it? There is something rotten in the state of the feasting room. Eleven year I am, I think, or is it thirteen? Eleven or thirteen? Parents, swine pigs, bastards. I hate every hot. I wish I was deed as a stupid dodo. My pa does no want to ken me, and a mother in a cowboy hat. I didna want to turn out like them, to pot with the baith of them. Why, Queenie, coming to fair wheel a man that never did show Queenie speckly bitical interest ever? By the by, what became of the baby? It turned into a pig. Unbeknownst to her, the man, free deep within the chair, can hear what Queenie is speaking. Oh, the man is exceeding shook, with panic and distress, privy he is to veritable onslaughts of insulting thought and opinion, and happily, oh, of which, quite, quite conflummoxed, fat man starts to reckon he might merit. Has Queenie cluter cell about the bonds, the man attempts a response. Most terrifying, oh, chilling up shot, Man finds he cannot speak, not a cheap. Well, you couldn't, we a mouthful of wadden. Onaways, it is too late to make amends. Is it? In the deepest hollows of your collective hearts, you all knows that trulins it can never be too late. Alas, as time goes on and fear sets in, we are more likely to give up the ghost through in the can, but... In my book, and this is my book, there is no such thing as too late. So, here we are, a father attempting discourse, a father ill-able because of his pickle to employ any of the normal forms of communication generally used by human beings in near every situation. He is mac at scant use of these whilst able, as in the law of sod, now he is in need, indeed they are denied him. The Great Red chair creaks loudly. Is the dragon awakening? The chair creaks. Pa, Oh, Lummy, feather should be neither seen nor heard. That is the only proper basis for family life. The chair quivers. Quit! Stay put! Go! The bonnet of the truck goodbye slams shut. Pa, the chair trembles. Pa, Call me what instrument you will, 
though you can fret me, you cannot play upon me. Speak, or forever hold your peace. Well, then, I'll speak to it, though hell itself should gape and bid me hold my peace. I has come to say goodbye to you, Pa. The chair groans. I think that God, in creating man, somewhat overestimated his ability. Wow! 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 Speak! No cheep from the great red chair. And Queenie? Stuck on the brink of tears. The fat man. Godwin, Moyer, Williamson, Caractacus. Fact is, that is the man's name. Godwin, Moyer, Williamson, Caractacus, in spite of his metamorphoses, I has a heart. His heart thump strong in our woolly ribs, pump essential red blood until thready veins aboot most extraordinary form. Freeth in the chair, Godwin watch his wife um on a year in the cowboy hat purchased special for their honeymoon, quittin' a thoot so much quip as go to hell, or why Godwin when we had so much to live for, not slap, spit, not nothing, and endureless joy, her joy. Free deep athin the chair, Godwin remember his cell a bairn. I stand shivering, a wee skinny lad of seven, wee nose pressed again rainy windy pain, tears unseen streaming from a turquoise in, my wee chest heavy with despair and distress. My precious son Sima, my da are leaving me for a country far away. Mother's arms brim foo a newborn babe, Mitchum McCabe, a brother. Mother's first stole a fox, teakles the wee babe's nose. Mummy and babby chortling something awful, my wee heart sair sorrowful. Baby Mitchum is going wee them on a cruiser ship to a country far away. I wished I might speak, but the words stick tight. I want to scream, dinna leave him, dinna leave me alone, mummy. See thon wicked auntie, she doesna care for weans, she doesna care for Godwins. No one seen my tears yont the windy pain, a cause of the rain, a cause of the rain. Was I to blame, was I to blame? Oh, thon dreadful stormy day, the very last that I did see ma. Pa, brother mayor, for the train they took tumble a hunner feet for sure into cruel wintry waters, oh pitiful slaughter. The bridge fell doon, fell doon, the architect to save a dab of cash cut corners in its fabrication, such avarice caused annihilation o' me and mine. O aboard the 1524 to Caledonian docks ship toon, notwithstanding age nor class nor creed, o drooned. Audrund, my eyes have bled bloody tears, my heart has wept for years and years. And frae we boys most Protestant perspective, was this not punishment for wraith for God for their sins again me, Godwin, for I was doubly sinned against. 
I would have took them back. Och, aye, dear God, you stupid sinner, all I've done ever since is eat bloody dinner. I would have took them back again. I would have took them back again. I would have took them back again on a day. Oh, on a day. And suddenly Godwin knows Queenie, and his disgrace hits him like a bridge atop his own sorry heed. He sees that both are row chowed in a maelstrom of misdeeds, a woeful relay through dark centuries, father and daughter baith victims, yet Godwin now a cruel perpetrator of misdoings, the baton handed free one miserable generation till the next, unacknowledged, unapprehended, unkent even, the wrongs of one set of guardians never addressed until the sufferings of humanity grow disproportionate and ill-doings, intentional or no, are done to children as matter of course. Godwin, merely one invisible feather on this earth, finally sees, finally takes stock of the privileged lot that is parenthood, one until this point in his life he has neither valued nor known. Is it at all possible to forgive his cell? Is Redemption, Trulins, an option for Godwin, Moyer, Williamson. Oh, Godwin's epiphany. He will na quit Queenie as his folks quit him. Instead, quit the maelstrom of misdeeds. Godwin, long in the dark, is gone to switch his cell on again. Oh, how he tries to curl his head around the sweeping hinter end of the chair. How he tries to stretch his lips to beg, forgive me, implore, please don't go, shout, stop. Oh, how he strusels to tear apart the solid architecture of the chair to ram his cell out of velvet bonds. But... Movement is thoroughly denied him. Time is running out for Godwin. Queenie sets to quit. Adieu and adieu, fat man. Through stuffing, wadged gums, Godwin again warsels to speak. This time his metal proves somewhat magical. And I make the roar. The chairs afire, phoenix plumes alight, oh delight, free gowden phoenix bills, hot precious words spill in Godwin's voice, in Godwin's voice. Oh, Queenie Athena, my precious child, he didn't go, I entreat ye. I, Godwin Caractacus, a daddy poor, a gomeral, chump, numpty, ah, will mak good a feather's duty, oh, sweet lass, afore the wraith for gods a heaven, and the mighty universe, this I pledge, my queenie, tak me wee ye, see if ye can, forgive me, oh, forgive me. I, queenie, says, Nothing. Nothing. Look, dear listeners, 
if you's will at Queenie, if you can see her. Well, can you see her? She is merely a child, eleven or thirteen year. Warrior cheekbones, viking in origin, tousled hair, perilous gaze, mucky giz, lips blood reed. Shh. He said my name. He said Queenie Athena. I will not trouble you with the consternation that Queenie undergoes on discovering her da's no there, or that angst for an empty chair. Duty boon be I to spare you the sickening horror of the hurt it. Sep, I will mute, twas mebbe's the most harrowing event in Queenie's paltry life. That's enough. Yet she I wonners scunnert. Where is the fat man, Godwin, her da? She seen the blaze. I heard his words. Is she, I, me, bloomin' mad? Ach, we needs must move on. The honk of a raspy horn gives Queenie a start. Queenie, a practical lass, kens the chair will mak good comfort for readin'. Soon she is dragging the chair, unbeknownst to her, her da living in there, to the truck, and her ma was sporting a cowboy hat. Andrula, fretful. What have you done with your father? Queenie, panting with effort. Ah, dinna, ken. Where's your father? Pointing to the chair. You're no bringing the on chair with ye. I am, you're no, I forbid it. Get rid of it. Queenie, No. Where is Godwin, Queenie? I thought ye kent. Ye're his wifey, no? And I am bringing this red chair wi' us, or I'm no coming. The social services are coming for your da. The day the forklift has been ordered and paid for. Where is Godwin, Queenie? For God's sake, where is he? He's no here. I could easy say, what have you done wi' him? What have you done wi' my da, the bastard Godwin, the cunt my father? Out the way, I'm putting this red chair into the truck. Move, mother, move! Oh, hate to get the police then. Oh, God. Oh, hate to get the police. Police are appealing for help in finding a man who was discovered missing from his home yesterday. Godwin Moore Williamson Caractacus, whose age has not yet Andrew been... Andrew Hope Caractacus, wife and sole carer for 40 years, and their daughter Queenie were taken in for questioning and later released. Breaking news. Folks lived in an isolated homestead along with his wife and Rula Hope. Mais évidemment, c'est très important de découvrir la maladie de cette famille. To deem likely that two extremely slight females murdered, then carried and buried the dead weight. R.R. and Scottish intrigue. Some can conquerera, mais de new veranda affectionnent for a Scandinaviska. Decca mystery. Callum Shuck, butcher in Dundoon and supplier of meats to Mrs. Caractacus, told me, and I quote, I hear tell she's a very good cook, this Andrula. Maybe they ate him. Detective Superintendent Kit McDougall said in a quote, the key to any inquiry like this is trying to understand the person that is missing. The irony is that... Qu'est-ce qu'ils ont fait avec le corps? First caller, Joyce. You're a villager, Joyce. Aye, that's right. And you then see, oh, she's done a warrior, I'm telling you. He meant I'm not kicking, she's not. She's not. Second 
Francis is that they had murdered him. Allegations against Mrs Caractacus and her daughter are totally unsubstantiated. They were not available for comment. I report to you from a snowbound and ancient land. It is now known that Andrula Caractacus came into a considerable sum of money on the... She is a bad wifey and a worse ma. We all kent something dreadful was afoot. It was nearly a matter of time. Rumours abound as to the Caractacus withdrawn lifestyle as well as the reclusive antics of the feral child, Queenie Athena. Hamish Scott, who is a 16-year-old boy, delivered groceries to their own. I rest my case. 